name is Sherry Wilson, and I'm here to fill your ears with the best business content I can give you while you work out, commute, clean your house. Anything to help you work your biz like a boss. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Work Your Biz Like a Boss. And today I want to talk about establishing good habits with your planner and really, in essence, establishing good habits in general. So establishing good habits can be easier said than done. And if you ever want to know how to make this process super easy and accelerated, please look into our coaching intensive, yourhellyowlife.com, because a lot of people struggle with making habits and there's some secrets and some science behind it that once you get it, it is amazing how quickly you can establish new habits. But for some people, you know, it's exercising regularly, eating healthy, or maybe staying organized. And so we need a little bit of help to make our routine stick. A planner can be an effective way to create good habits and stay on top of your daily tasks. So here's some tips for using a planner to establish good habits. Number one, you've got to set clear goals and write them down. I know you've heard that over and over, but the science behind writing down goals is solid. In fact, it surprises me how many people buy my planners and they don't write in them for weeks or months because once you write something down, you're committed and it can be like a big deal for people, but you've got to write down what it is you want, what it is you're going after. So when you write it down your planner, it helps you focus on what you want to achieve and it gives you something tangible to work towards. Number two, you have to break down big tasks into smaller ones. I mean, it can be daunting when you look at big tasks from afar. So when you get them in like smaller chunks, manageable ones um, that will help you make them more achievable and it'll be less stressful. So sometimes I will take a task and I'll literally break it down into smaller tasks and then I'll take chunks and put them in my planner to complete that week or that day. Number three, write regular time blocks for completion of tasks. This is my secret uh, sauce right here. Allocating time blocks in your planner for each task and turning off your phone and turning off your notifications and shutting your door will ensure that you do not lose track of what needs completing. It'll help keep you accountable for progress, but also it helps you get into the zone, that place where you're able to knock out a lot in a short amount of time. So getting rid of the the, um, distractions is really important. Number four, note dates. So keeping deadlines in mind when you're planning ahead helps maintain focus on the end goal and it aids at keeping motivation levels high while working towards it. So all of my stuff has a deadline and typically I break my major goals into 90 day uh, segments and then I have a reward. So at the end of that 90 days, if I accomplish my goal, I reward myself big time. Organize your planner by priority. So prioritizing tasks is a skill. It's an art. By importance, makes and it, it makes it easier to handle things one at a time instead of not having any direction. But the thing is, how do you know which is most important? Well, that goes back to your goals. So if you don't have specific goals and know which ones are like on a level of 8 to 10 in your life, then it, it's a lot more difficult to prioritize. So all of my things are prioritized by my chief aim of that 90 days or that 6 months or that year or, or my life goal. And then every, every day I do something that is 
part of that definite chief aim. And then the other things I have to do, like client work or anything around the you know house or personal matters, uh, they're on there too. But I always work on my um, definite chief aim priorities first. And then list rewards. So again, rewarding yourself, it can be like something that's small or it can be something that's big, but it builds incentive for getting things done and you just feel that satisfaction while you're in that reward. So I, I am a huge proponent of rewarding yourself. Number seven is reflection days and think time. You got to have days where you can reflect, you can think, and this will um, help clear up mental fog. It allows room for creativity. It inspires new ideas, which can be very beneficial for your long-term goals. But every Saturday at the end of working, because I'm off on Sundays and Mondays as far as my business, I sit there and think about how I want my next week to look like, what I have to get done, and then I put it in my journal. Number eight, track habits over time. So you want to be able to see how far you've come. And so having those habits and checking them off in your planner is a very easy way to do that. Like in the Achiever Planner, um, one of the habits I like for achievers to do is a happiness habit because we're very um, focused on work. And so we have to schedule in recreation and fun. And it can be daily, it can be weekly, it can be monthly or quarterly, but there's a little smiley face and you check that smiley face uh, to, to create that habit of happiness. Well, I mean, you can do that for anything. That check mark that, like for example, I had a personal goal at this first quarter of 2023 and I would put it in my planner every day so I didn't forget to work on it. It literally took me maybe 10 minutes each day to work. Within two weeks, I had this new plan plan, uh, or habit established. And then in a month, when I hit that wall, like we always do, where we have the choice of whether to continue or to lapse at one time, I was able to push through that resistance and keep doing my habit. So by having it in your planner and each day you have in there that habit you want to work on or three days a week or whatever it is, it will provide motivation because you'll have uh, physical proof right in front of you that you're headed in the right direction. Number nine, review every now and then. Regularly reviewing your calendar will ensure that nothing's been overlooked. And I, I do that. I'll go back and make sure that I've lost nothing. Nothing has fallen through the cracks. I can look to see if I need to have some minor adjustments. I can track my progress. And so I, I keep my pages for a while. And then once my, usually my 90 days section is up, and it's time to move to the next one, I will then um, shred those pages after taking everything that wasn't able to get done into the next quarter. And finally, keep room for flexibility. I mean, it's important to not be too rigid with your plans or your schedules. Life happens, change happens, disruptions happen, and being adaptable is key. So allowing yourself some breathing space, you know, and building that into your planner will keep you nimble enough and case those, you know, situations come along that you did not expect. Uh, I would recommend that you go to personalityplanners.com, take the quiz to see which planner you need, um, use the code FRIENDS, get $10 off and get that on the way and get um, your life organized with the planner, get those habits in place. They're phenomenal. I designed them based on people's personalities. So there's four different ones. 
they've they basically saved my life, meaning, and not to be melodramatic, not like physically, but just mentally and emotionally having my life in a planner and be able to do all the things I just discussed is so helpful. And it really does create time. It is time for some real talk. Does your brand feel like it's a bunch of puzzle pieces that you've tried to make fit? When you look at it, does it clearly and beautifully and professionally communicate who you are and your brand's message? If not, I've got something that might help you. I created a brand personality quiz a few months ago. What? You, you didn't know about it? Well, this quiz takes maybe five minutes and it will show you which of the 12 brand personalities you are. And I have to say, you're welcome. So after you take the quiz, use the helpful information and the tips you get to flesh out your brand in a more cohesive way and all of your digital and printed material. Let me make it plain. If you get your brand right, you will make more money. And your brand personality is what makes you irresistible. It helps you find your tribe and your tribe find you. So go to sherryannwilson.com forward slash brand dash quiz and get started. I hope today's podcast gave you some actionable wisdom that you can do immediately for your business. I've got a lot more free training on my website at sherryannwilson.com. Sherry with an I and with an E. But before you go, please leave a kind review of this podcast. It's like giving me a hug in podcast world. Work Your Biz Like a Boss is a Mr. Joseph production. What do you think, Joseph? Joseph.